0: welcome in welcome in welcome in everybody this is your host dom lewis the philly sports for podcast i'm back with another episode and i thank you all for tuning in really really appreciate it thank you guys so much um for subscribing on iTunes, on Google Play, on Spotify, basically anywhere you can get your podcast, um, and even listening on Anchor. We really do appreciate it so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm glad to be back, y'all. I'm glad to be back recording another episode of the podcast. Um, I think the last time we left off, we were talking about the um <clears throat> upcoming draft and free agency for uh, your Philadelphia 76ers, and um, I'm underwhelmed, to be honest with you. (laughs) I'm very, very, very underwhelmed at what happened, Um, and I plan to get into all of that today. I want to talk about the Sixers draft, the Sixers free agency period get into a little bit of the Summer League, also talk Eagles, because we always talk Eagles, and talk a little bit of Phillies, to be honest. Um, And it's also the offseason for the Flyers as well, so um, we'll talk about the Flyers uh, and what they've done so far in free agency. Um, But, you know, before I get into (laughs) ranting about anything and everything, Philly sports so far... um, give a big shout out to Aaron Nola who made the all-star team just was uh named an all-star this evening so congratulations to Aaron Nola he's 11 and 2 on the season dude is having a serious serious year and actually he should be up for a Cy Young uh conversation to be honest with you the dude is just being an absolute monster this entire season so many many props to him um and the Philadelphia Phillies in general, but many props to Aaron Nola. I'm very, very um, happy with what he's done this year. And I, I can't complain about the Phillies. The Phillies have done well this year as well. And we'll get into the Phillies. We'll talk a little bit about the Phillies and how they're coming of age. Um, but, yeah, we'll talk about them. But I think the big topic, and they've been the big topic for the last, I guess, four months or so, Um is your Philadelphia 76ers? And it seems to me that um, I don't hear any. It's, let's see how I want to put this. It's not that there's no good news coming out of the 76ers organization, but there's just always something coming out where you're concerned. Um. And it's just It's frustrating To be honest with you um, Because We are Supposed to be We're supposed to be On the uptick And I feel like Every time There's some news That comes out about The Philadelphia 76ers We are just It's something bad I mean whether it's um, us not getting the free agent that we wanted. Um, meeting with Ben Simmons's camp. I mean, not Ben Simmons. Excuse me, LeBron James's camp, and him not being at the meeting, and then him signing with the Lakers. Or um, if, if it's Ben Simmons, you know, just out in Hollywood shacking up with uh, was one of the Jenner sisters. Um, I always forget, you know, her name it up with one of the generous sisters and, you know, not hearing about his, you know, him working on his game or his jump shot to Markel Fultz being at the Summer League but not playing in Summer League, but him, you know, doing the funny and trying to, trying to be funny and doing the immature faces on ESPN while somebody's conducting an interview, uh, whether it's um, us trading away the guy who we think should have been the dread, the number one, uh, our number one, our first round draft pick for this year. Um, it's just, I don't know, it's just the Sixers, man. They're, they they just been in. I would, I'm not going to say disarray. It's not that. It's just I've been very, very underwhelmed, and I don't feel that they're, they've gotten any better uh, since uh, losing to Boston. I don't feel that this team has gotten any better, and I'm going to get into it. I'm going to talk about it a little bit. Um, talk about the like I said, talk about the off season so far. I want to talk about the draft. I want to talk about free agency. Um, I talk about summer league and yeah, I want to get into the sixers. I really do want to get into the Sixers. Like I said, I want to get into the Flyers. Um, their off season signings as well as um, the Phillies and what they've done in the last few weeks. Being 11 games over 500 right now. And talk about your Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, Camp starts July 25th. And that's right around the corner. That's July. As I'm recording this, it's July 9th. So that would be... Yeah, it's right around the corner. It's literally two weeks and two days away. So I'm going to talk about all of it. Um, And I wish... That I could come on this podcast today, and I wish I could talk about um, the Sixers um, really, really matching well with Boston going into the next season. And I wish I could be excited for them, and I'm not. I'm just going to be honest. I'm flat out, I'm not. I'm not excited. I'm very underwhelmed. I'm not pleased. I'm not pleased. I think the only thing that I like that the Sixers have done so far this offseason is re-sign J.J. Reddick. But they haven't done anything else that has made me um, excited as a 76ers fan. i have just calling into question everything that they've done so far. And even the the offseason, not moves, but the offseason antics of Ben Simmons and Markel Fultz. It, it's, just, it's just frustrating, to be honest with you. And I think that it needs to be addressed. Um, not saying that they can't live their own lives because they, they need to. But we shouldn't be focused on their private life. We should be excited about their game being elevated. And I feel like that's not the case for either one of these players. Like, Because you don't hear anything about I mean, what you see with Joel Embiid, you see him, he's working on his game. That's what you see Joel and B doing. But listen, I'm not going to rant right now. I'm just, this is just the intro. I just want to cover what I want to talk about today, and I want to get into it. That's what I'm going to do. So um, I'm going to take a short break, and I'll be right back after a quick break. Welcome back. Welcome back, everybody, to the Philly Sports 444 Podcast. I'm your host, Dom Lewis. You can follow us on Twitter at Philly, um, I'm sorry, <laughs> Philly 444, I'm sorry, 444 Podcast. That's the Twitter handle. I apologize. <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah, you can follow us on Twitter at 444 Podcast. That's F-O-U-R, F-O-R, the number four podcast. You can email the podcast at 444 podcast at gmail.com you can uh, subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify um anywhere you can basically you basically get your podcast you can subscribe. So um thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for all your comments and feedback. Um and I want to give another shout out before I get into uh, the Sixers to 215 Sports Um, I appreciate you guys for letting me uh, um, come on the show today I was on the the radio show from 10 to 11 on Sunday mornings Um, I was on the show actually producing the show uh, with um, Ernest Drummond and Terrell Willis so thank you guys for letting me uh, be a part of your uh, radio show uh, today today was my first time being there, and it will be the first show of many shows. So thank you guys so much uh, for, being, for letting me come on to the show. And uh, yeah, this will be our first of many discussions that we'll have. So thank you. Uh, but let me get into the Sixers. As I told you in the intro, I'm just very underwhelmed with the Sixers right now. Uh, and... Let me start out by saying this. As I, I think I said it in my last podcast, but I talked about free agency, and I didn't think that the Sixers would get anyone, any of the big top-tier stars in the free agency period, um, just because I didn't think that it would happen for whatever reason. I mean, if people don't want to play in Philadelphia or um, if they just want to play somewhere else or they don't think the Sixers are ready to win yet, I don't quite know, but um, we did not get a big-time free agent in free agency. So um, I and I didn't think that it would happen. I didn't think that it would happen. But let's let's kind of go back just a little bit and talk about the draft. Um, the Sixers had a tenth pick. That was their first pick of the uh, this year's draft. And the draft's going on, and it's kind of going chalk. And the ninth pick comes up. And the, I don't even remember who the New York Knicks drafted. Um, I can't remember the guy's name. Uh, forgive me. I mean, it's not really important to me. But and they didn't draft Mikel Bridges. And it shocked me because everyone thought that they would get Bridges. And they didn't draft him. They passed on him. So the tenth pick comes up. The Philadelphia 76ers select Mikel Bridges and I just was I was happy because I felt like he was the piece that we needed like he was the he was the next piece to the puzzle not saying that he was the finishing piece but he was the next piece that we needed Um, he could come in and start immediately and I mean his mom works for the organization and you know I mean that stuff is besides the point but it was just kind of an added bonus like his mom worked for the Sixers works in the front office uh, or in, in human resources he's a local kid played at Villanova two time champion and you know he's a he's a, he's a 3 and D guy um, but he, can, he shoots better than Covington so I was excited this Philadelphia 76ers drafted him and I'm just like yes like we got the next piece to the puzzle he can come in and start immediately I'm not saying he's going to start over Covington but I felt like he would get significant minutes and he's doing his press conference after he gets drafted and news breaks, Woj breaks news that the Philadelphia 76ers have traded the rights to Mikel Bridges to the Phoenix Suns for Zaire Smith and I just like was I was my heart like dropped I couldn't even believe what I was hearing like that they traded this guy away like This guy we talked about getting for months, like, we talked about it. And they just traded him away. Like, to be fair, they traded him away for Zaire Smith in the 2021 Miami first-round pick. And I get the logic. I I went over the scenario numerous times. I understand what the Philadelphia 76ers were doing. I don't think it was worth it. I don't think it was worth it. I don't think it was worth it. It was not the right move in my book. I understand the logic of doing the move and trying to acquire more assets so you can trade for a big-time free agent or obtain a free agent or trade for a big-time player. I understand the logic, in that player most likely being Kawhi Leonard. I did not like the move, and I still don't like the move. I mean, I don't know too much about Zion Smith. I've seen him play in the tournament. I mean, the kid—he plays really good defense. Um, can't shoot the ball really well, but um, he's athletic. Yeah, he's put on some more weight, but he's athletic though. And I, you know, he could be a—he could develop a shot and be really a good guy. He could be another Kawhi Leonard in a couple of years, to be honest with you, if he develops a shot and keeps continuing to work on his defense, and puts on a little bit more weight and strength. But I did not think it was the right move, and I still don't. Because I feel like the 76ers are just such in the mindset of developing players as far as developing, like, working and having projects. I just don't understand that logic anymore. Like, I don't understand the, you know, let's, let's draft a guy... He may be a project for two, one and a half to three years. I, I, I don't understand the logic of, of, of doing that anymore. I'm tired of that. I'm so tired of I'm so tired of of processing. I literally am tired of processing. I'm tired of the process. I'm tired of the Philadelphia 76ers just trying to develop and develop and develop and when when are you going to take the next step? And that's been my beef with the Sixers this entire like after draft period into the free agency period. Because not only did you not get the player that I that I thought that the 76ers needed at this time, you didn't get a big time free agent. You didn't acquire anybody really in free agency. You got Chandler Will I mean Wilson Chandler, excuse me. Uh, from Denver through a trade. Or you acquired his contract. Yeah, acquired it via trade. I'm just like, what in the world? Yeah, I mean, you re-signed Redick, great. But you lost um, Ilya Silva. You lost Bellinelli, which is fine by me. Like, I mean, I'm not saying those guys are major pieces, but they really did help us run at the end of the season off that what 16 game winning streak um win 16 straight get the 52 wins i just the 76 have underwhelmed me and i and i'm i gotta blame brett brown first like i'm not saying that he gotta be fired or anything like that but i'm holding him accountable for this this is his fault like It's Brett Brown's fault because he came out in a press conference after losing to Boston, saying that, you know, we needed to get a star player. And he came out before the draft or after the draft. I can't remember if it was before or after the draft. It was after the draft. It was after the draft. But he came out and he said, we are star hunting. He came out and said, we are star developing. He has not obtained any stars. I get it. The development of Ben Simmons, the development of Joel Embiid, and the development of Markel fultz that's star development. I understand that. But, one, you said we're star hunting. We have not gotten any stars here. We weren't able to get Paul George. He re-signed an OKC. Okay LeBron James went to the Lakers. Kawhi Leonard is still a spur. He wasn't even a free agent. He's he's just a he's a player that wants to get traded. And he wants to get traded to LA. And all signs point to him being in LA. All we've gotten is 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 Chandler from the Nuggets. He can Now he can create his own shot. He's a vet, you know, savvy. That's not the move you want to make to get to the next level. They haven't even done anything like sign Jamal Crawford yet, who is a free agent, who is, he, he could be in a good addition to our team because he can create his own shot, give us some big-time minutes. They haven't, they haven't gotten better. And that's that and that's the truth. They have not gotten better. They have lost pieces. They have not gotten better. And I get it. Ben is good. And B is good. We don't know what we have in faults. We don't know. Dario is good. I love Dario. Is Covington going to get better? You expect him Rashawn Holmes to step up this year? I mean, we re-signed Amir Johnson, too. You haven't gotten better. You stayed, you, you've either stayed in the same place or you've gotten a little bit worse. You have not gotten any better. And that's the problem. You're not matched up with Boston right now. You can't compete with them right now. That's my issue with the Sixers. That's my issue with Brett Brown. Because you said you had to start hunting and start developing, and I haven't seen it yet. And my concern is you're not going to be better than Boston. In fact, Boston is going to get better. And just because you won fifty-two games this year does not mean you win more next year. So that's my concern with the Sixers. They have not gotten any better. They haven't made a splash in free agency. They have they they traded away the guy I thought they should have. Now, granted, they got Shamit and they got um, Zaire Smith in the first round. Um, they got shake Milton in the second round. They traded for him and got him in the second round. But he's out. He's going to be out all this probably the entire summer league because of issues with his back. He has stress fracture in his back. Another rookie injury. Shaman sprained his ankle the other day. He's out for the rest of the summer league. So on top of all this, you can't even really watch your, your rookies develop because they're hurt. ridiculous man it's ridiculous this is why I have a problem with it like I have a problem with all this because they have not gotten better it's like you're being stuck in the same place and I'm tired of that you didn't go through this process for nothing you need to take the next step in the process and that's trying to be an Easter, at least an Eastern Conference champion. Now, granted, I mean, we know what happened in the league um, with free agency in the West. Pretty, pretty, it's pretty amazing. I mean, you know, LeBron goes to L.A. And he, I, you know, L.A. signs all this town. They signed JaVale McGee, and they signed uh, Ray John Rondo. Um... And they sign, uh, what's they sign? Oh, um, Lance Stevenson. You know they, quite, they They're building a team out there. And then, the big splash happens when uh, the Warriors get Boogie Cousins for a one-year deal. Five point three million. Chris Paul resigns with OKC. I mean, I'm sorry, with Houston. Paul George resigns with OKC. I mean, the West is really stacked right now. And with LeBron out of the East, the Sixers have an opportunity to win the East. Does not have to be Boston. But you're not better than Boston at this point. You're worse. You're not athletic enough to beat them. And with Kyrie coming back next year along with Hayward, who knows? Who knows? They may run off 65 wins next year. And then what? They're definitely number one seed and you're not able to beat them in Boston. You got Ben Simmons out here, follicking around in LA, you Know with Kylie Jenner or whoever, whatever Jenner it is, shacking up $25,000 a month mansion and he's just enjoying the LA life. I haven't heard one thing about him working on his game. Markel Foltz is at Mikel. I'm sorry, not Mikel. Sorry, Markel Foltz is at the Summer League games watching his team, and I have no problem with that. But you know, what he's doing when someone's interviewing uh, Luka Donovich or whatever his name is from. From Dallas Mavericks. He's making funny faces. Being an immature little brat. Like I I don't understand this. I don't understand this, this kid. I don't understand him. He hasn't even done anything to make me think that he's gonna be a a, a good factor for this team. Yeah, he got triple double last year. That was amazing. It really was. It was amazing to see. He's athletic. Yes, he's athletic. I want to know, Can is he working on his game enough where I really feel like he's going to contribute to his team sure, Because it's the, he's really going to be expected to do a lot. There's no more of that playing 15 minutes a game. Like, no. It's possible that in the middle of the season, he's going to be called into the starting lineup. And we need him to play big minutes. Shit's upsetting, man. To be honest, it's, it's upsetting. It's upsetting because the Sixers aren't any better at this point, point. and that's how I feel. I think that we have we have a long way to go. I mean, who knows? We're still there's still some chance we may get Kawhi, and I think Kawhi is a lockdown defender when he's at his peak, when he's 100 when he's healthy. But I just um. Right now, I can't see it. I mean, who knows you even, if you even win 52 games, actually, at this point. Because teams know what you're doing now. The tape is out on you. So, I'm hoping they they get better. I really am. I'm not going to be a Debbie Downer or anything like that, but I want this team to be better, and they need to be better. And right now, I don't see it. I don't see them being better. So, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens with the Sixers. Um, right now, like I said, they're playing in summer league. They had two summer league games so far. They're 0-2 in the summer league. They played Boston on the first night. They played Lakers on the second night. Um, the first night, uh, uh, Kirk- uh, Kirk Moss went for 40 points in the summer league game. Pretty, pretty cool. Um But they lost pretty big on the second uh, summer league game. And yeah, I'm just underwhelmed at this point with everything that the Sixers are doing right now. Um, I don't feel like my team has any control. So, but hey, they're a talking point. They keep getting headlines. Um, People keep talking about them. So um, we will see what the Sixers do. We will see if Ben Simmons actually will be in one of those, um, since he's out in LA, if he will be at one of those um, one of those big pickup games that they have, you know, with all the stars, they do like pickup games. We will see if Ben Simmons is a part of something like that. We will see if he's really working on his jumper. Uh, we will see how he has developed as a star, because um, it's, it's, it's expected of him to do so. Um, you know, last year, he was technically a rookie. And he won rookie of the year, and he, he well-deserved. But we need him to be better. We need him to take that 10, 15-footer when he has it. It's going to be, you know, I don't want that to ever happen to him again, what happened to him in that Boston series. He needs to be better. Point play, period. So we'll see. We'll see what the Sixers do. We'll see if they actually do get any better from all of this I'm going to take another break um thank you for listening once again this is Dom Lewis Philly Sports 444 podcast short break and I'll be back in a moment welcome back everybody it's the Philly Sports 444 podcast I'm your host Dom Lewis thank you for tuning in I really do appreciate it Um, we just got finished talking about the Sixers so let's move into your Philadelphia Phillies and I want you guys to listen very, very closely. It's July 9th 2018. Um, I don't want to say what time it is because it's pretty late, but I want you to wrap your head around this. you ready? The Philadelphia excuse me, the Philadelphia Phillies are in first place in the NL East right now. Currently, today, right now, July 9th, the Philadelphia Phillies are 49 and 38, 11 games above 500, and they are in first place in the National League East. Guys, gals, I can't tell you the last time that the Phillies were in first place in their division this I guess this early or late however you want to look at it in the season. They're on the cusp of winning 50 games. Last year they didn't win 50 the 50th game until I think it was August, late August. Um and right now before the All-Star break, before the All-Star game, they're about to win their 50th game. They're 49 and 38. They are 11 games above 500 right now. We've had some very, we had, we won how many straight series? I think the only series that I can recall us losing in the last month was the Yankees series. We only won one game in that series, but we won one game in that series out of a three-game series. The Phillies have won, I'm going to say, five of the last six series. Now they lost their last game. They lost against the Pirates four-one, but before that, they won seventeen to five, and then they won a game three to two. And they're not just—it's not fluky games. They're winning. They're winning close games. Yeah, they're winning these one-run games. Not fluky, like um you know, bad pitching or um, it's not fluky like um, errors or anything like that. They're really really finding the offense when they need to and winning the games. They have really good pitching right now. Um, The bullpen who has been the Achilles heel of this team has played well in the last few games actually. They've tightened up. And usually I'm just going off about the bullpen because I think the bullpen stinks. But they're really playing well right now. And as I said earlier in the intro, Aaron Nola is a beast. He's 11-2 and two right now. Just got voted to his first All-Star game. He should be in the talks for Cy Young when it's all said and done. I want to read this stat to you. Phillies are nineteen and seven in one-run games, best percentage in baseball. Phillies are seventeen in, but eight now. Seventeen and eight since June tenth. Only the Astros, the Houston Astros, have a better, have been better in baseball. It's pretty good pretty good team is team is really good nothing to sneeze at right now Um, and I know that I think that people are just waiting for the other shoe to drop per se and they're waiting for the Phillies to start failing I don't feel that this will happen Uh, I think that they really want to be good and I think they're really going to compete if not be elite, they're going to compete. So I, I think that we'll have, we'll possibly have some October baseball to talk about, but I think that we'll definitely have, this won't be the dog days of summer where we're just waiting for training camp anymore. I think that we should start tuning into the Phillies. And, you know, all reports say that, you know, people aren't showing up to the park to watch the Phillies play. And no one wants to talk about the Phillies, like when it comes to like sports talk radio. And um, I think the tide may be turning a little bit, though. I think um, people are starting to open up a little bit to the Phillies. I think the problem with the Phillies is that they don't have that star, that bona fide superstar, for us to go down to the park every night to go see and to spend money. But this team is not a bad team. So I think that we have to start paying close attention to this team and realize that it's not just um, a fluke or it's not just um, we're not waiting for the other shoe to drop. I think this team has found a little bit of a groove and they're going to continue to play well. Nick Williams is playing well. As I said, Nola is playing well. I think we're getting some good pitching right now this offense when we need to Our bullpen has been has been played well the last few games. They've been steady. As long as they don't blow games, which they they did blow a couple of games over the last month, but as long as they don't blow games, I'm cool. I'm good. So I think that we need to start paying a little bit more attention to this team. And realize that they're not just a fluke. So let's um, let's let's open up a little bit to the Phillies. I'm much. I'm going to try to go down to the park uh, sometime this month. Actually, I'm going to try to go down to the park, catch a game, take my son with me, experience his first Phillies game, and I'm just um. I'm going to open up to this team because I think that we all should at this point. You know, we, we don't have the bona fide star, but I think that the Phillies definitely have the money to get one. They definitely have the money to get a star. We've been in the talks to get Machado, um, but I know the asking price is a bit high right now for Machado, but we have the money to spend on somebody. I heard there's talks about Kohamas coming back to the Phillies um, and that'll even that just will uh, tighten up you know our pitching and that'll definitely I think that'll that'll get us into October I think definitely will. so um, I'm looking I'm looking forward to the Phillies being buyers before the trade deadline, not sellers. And we'll see. We'll see what happens with the Phillies. But um, let's buy into this team a little bit. Let's put a little bit of stock into this team. I know some people don't like Kapler. Uh, he's a little bit. He's a little weird. A um, little bit off the reservation. You know. Antics can be a little bit questionable. Um, you know, especially with the whole analytics thing. Um, but I think that. I think. The important thing to know about Gabe Kapler is that his players want to play for him. Of everything, of, of all things right now, I think that the players want to play for Gabe Kapler. And that's the important thing. They're going they're willing to go all out for this guy. He's changed the not the dynamic. well yeah the dynamic of that locker room he's changed the culture and I I hate bringing up that word culture because it reminds me of Chip Kelly so much and what he did to my team but I think he's changed the culture and I'm not saying he's brought a winning culture I'm saying that he's brought a competitive culture For us to eventually get to a winning team. It's exciting, man. Get on board with this team. Get excited. Get excited. Um, Once again, congratulations to Aaron Nola. Well deserved. 11-2. He's tied for the best. He's tied for the most wins in the National League right now. Got to give this guy some credit. Really do. And I think all of our starting pitching has been – I mean, the only starting pitcher that hasn't done so well lately was Arietta, But he had a good outing in the last game. So I think, it's time to, I think it's time to really, really buy into this team a little bit. And I'm, I'm excited to see what comes. Not saying that I think we're going to go to the World Series or definitely make the playoffs, but I'm excited to see how they compete. And I think it. I think it's worth. If they can, if they can get to sixty wins by the end of July, I think we're definitely talking about playoffs. I say that you only need to win, not only, but I say to get to the playoffs, you need to win eighty, maybe eighty-seven games. They get to sixty wins by the end of July, they're going to the playoffs. 60 wins with two months to go. They're going to the playoffs. So, let's, let's see how this month goes. I got a. They got a. They got The Mets um, coming up the next game. Um, they got a tough schedule. Uh, not tough schedule, excuse me, but they got a pretty aggressive schedule. I mean, I think they play. Uh, they play every day for the next. I would say the next eight days, they play every day. And one of those days, they have a double header. So, you know, they got a pretty grueling, aggressive schedule. But the good news is, those teams aren't above 500 right now. So we got a chance to pick up some wins. And I think that we will. I'm not saying that they got to win every game. But if they can just remain 500, if they can get to. If they can like I said, if they can win sixty games, they'll definitely go to the playoffs. But even if they don't, if they come out of this month at like the fifty six win mark. I think it's very optimistic for this team. So stay tuned to the Phillies. Buy into this team a little bit. Talk more about this team. Let's get let's get it going. Let's get it going. Let's get behind this team a little bit. I know that we're coming off of a Super Bowl victory and you know, such a good season with the Philadelphia 76ers, but I think it's time to to buy into to baseball again in Philadelphia. Buy in early. Buy in now, because when they really get high, don't jump on a bandwagon. Invest in this team now and see the potential. It's a good thing. It's a good thing for the city. It really is. I think, and I think as... They continue to win. I think that more and more people will go down to the park, and um, the tennis will go up down there. So um, I think right now it's it is a little bit of a concern, but I think it eventually will change once um, they continue to win, and once it gets into like you know later July and August, I I think I think people will start going down to the park again. And that's a good thing. That's a blessing. So, um, that'll do it for my Phillies talk. Like I said, once again, congratulations to Aaron Nola. Congratulations to the Philadelphia Phillies for being first place in the NL East right now. Um, it's amazing. It's amazing, man. The team won 66 games last year and are about to win their 50th game. And it's not even an all-star break yet. So, kudos to Gabe Kapler. Kudos to this young team. It's it's exciting to see. So, we're going to take another short break. I'll be back in a moment. Stay tuned. Thanks. (laughs) Welcome back, everybody, to the Philly Sports 444 Podcast. I'm your host, Dom Lewis. Thank you guys for tuning in. I really do appreciate it. Um, Just a quick note before um, I get into my Eagles talk. The Phillies, not the Phillies, excuse me. Um, The Flyers, they um, brought back uh, JVR. That's basically the only move they've made this offseason. And they brought back JVR and they signed Alex Lyon to a two-year deal. So that's basically what the Flyers have done so far this offseason. If any other big news breaks, I'll be sure to bring it on the podcast and talk about it, but uh, let's get into our Philadelphia Eagles. Yes, 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 ladies and gentlemen, that time is coming, and it's weird because during this time of the year, I usually would be so ramped up about camp. Um, I would be hyped up about camp, because camp is, they report July 25th. First practice is July 26th. So I would be I would be pretty hyped up about camp. Um, and I probably would have been hyped up about camp since last month. However, um, I'm not really that hyped right now. Um, and it's weird. No, it's not weird. I'll explain why. Um, and I, I, I don't think it's a secret to anybody. I just think that... Honestly, we just won the Super Bowl. Like, the hype is not there right now because we just won a Super Bowl. I think part of us are still celebrating that win. I think that the Sixers, if you're a 4 for 4 fan, I think the Sixers have kind of brought your attention away from the Eagles as far as, like, that thirst for the Eagles. Um, But I think that most of us are just waiting, not for the preseason, but we're waiting to see if Carson Wentz is going to start week one. And I've been on the record. I went on the record today on the radio, and I, I will be on the record on this podcast. Carson Wentz is playing week one. He's playing that first game against Atlanta. He's playing that first game. He will play. He will start. I think so. I I really do. I, I think that the hype is not there because of those reasons. And I think that people are just anxious in the sense of they just want to know if Carson's ready. They want to know if the guys that got hurt last year, if they're back. I know I do. I want to know. I want to know if J.P. is back. I, I think he is. I think he's back. I, mean, I don't have no doubt. But I'm curious to see Jordan Hicks. You know? I'm, I'm curious to see how Jernigan recovers from his surgery, Brandon Graham from the ankle surgery, and what's the deal with his contract. Contract extension, or his new deal, I should say. Um what the deal is with Carson, as I said before, what the deal is with Sproles. Our running back core, who is it going to be for our core? Is it going to... Man, now I'm here to think about it. We'll probably have... We'll probably go with Sproles, Clement, we'll go with I think oh yeah Jai of course and I think that our, our fourth back will probably be um, the guy Matt Jones that we brought in from the Redskins maybe he'll get cut I don't know but I think if if anything he he would be the fourth guy I think that everyone else I think Smallwood's gone I think Pumphrey is maybe he's on the practice guard again I don't know Maybe he's, he's brought in just to be our. They need to develop in, him into a punt slash kick returner. I don't know. But I don't feel that um, he is going to play out of the backfield. I don't. So, um, But I'm curious to see about the running backs. I'm not saying that we're not going to be solidified at that. Um, position I think that we will but I think the dire well, the position that we're in dire need of is linebacker I mean Bradham got suspended for one game so he's going to be out for the first game the game opener on Thursday night um you got Jordan Hicks just coming back and I hate to say it but um Nate Gary might be our starter for the first game with alongside Jordan Hicks. I... I uh, or Najee Good. Ugh. That just disgusts me. That disgusts me. Um... And it's no disrespect to them as players. It's just... Our linebacking court is going to be suspect. That's what I'll say. Bradham's not going to be in the lineup. I mean, it's going to be suspect. So... We'll see. We'll see what happens with our linebacking in court. But I think that the Eagles, the hype is not there because of just winning the Super Bowl, because of the Sixers, and because of the anticipation of Carson Wentz. Um, I think people just want to know if he's healthy enough to really play. And I think people are on edge. They're waiting to see when he'll come back. Not if he'll come back, but when. I think it'll be game one. I do. Um, and I think, uh, you like, the question then now goes, where, what happens to Nick Foles? I think Nick Foles gets traded in the middle of the season. Traded before the deadline. So, um, I don't know exactly where he'll go. But I think Nick Foles, I think he gets, I think his legend is growing so much where he can't be the backup of this team anymore. But they're not going to trade him into an unfavorable situation. So they'll trade him somewhere he wants to go and somewhere where he can possibly succeed. I think that... um, And listen, congratulations to Nick Foles. Everything he's getting right now, he deserves it. I mean, the dude's gone from being a backup QB to winning the Super Bowl... He's a best-selling author right now. This is a he's on an amazing ride right now. And I just think that him being the backup is not possible. It's not possible for him to go back into a position where he is backing up another guy. Not right now. Not in this. I mean, like right now, I mean he's for the wave he's riding, he gotta be a starter. He's gotta get some starter money. I don't know I, I don't know where he'll go don't know what the favorable position or the favorable situation is for him but I don't think that he can be the backup the actual backup for this team any longer that he's played himself into a starting role and listen I don't blame him for not wanting to go to the Browns who wants to go to the Cleveland Browns they stink They'll be better this year. But overall, they stink. As an organization, they have not proven to be a very valuable organization over the last 10, 15 years. So I don't blame him for not wanting to go there. So I'm glad that he didn't get traded. I'm glad that Howie didn't do that. But I think that overall, he will get traded into a situation that will be most favorable to him and I think that he's going hes going to be a starter at one point in this season I just don't think it'll be for the Eagles and if I'm wrong you know and he does start like the first couple of games I still think he gets traded or not traded but he won't be an Eagle next year so listen more power than Nick Foles man that Listen, I'll forever love that guy for what he did for us. Um, and not saying it was all him, but for him to step up into that role um, at the time that we really, that we needed him because, uh, you know, our our MVP went down. He stepped up and he, and he just performed so well. And I, I thank him for that always, you know, but I'm curious to see as, as a team, like, you know, Our defense has has been made over. We bought in Michael Bennett. I want to see how it is having three Pro Bowlers on the one defensive line. You know, I really, I'm curious to see how that goes. I want to see, because I think our defense, I think our run defense will be legit again. But um, I'm curious to see Sidney Jones and if he can really be the starter for this team. If him and and Jalen Mills can hold it down. Jenkins hold it down back there at the safety spot. Him and him and uh, McCloud want to see what we do. Like as far as um, uh, man, I forget the guy's name. Young, young, young cornerback. Rasul, D- uh, uh, D- uh, I think his last name is Douglas. Uh, but I want to see what happens with him this year. Who are we going to have playing our slot corner since we let go P-Rob? There's just a lot of questions out there. You know, but I just think that the hype has, has is not there yet because of the Sixers and everything that happened from Calangelo Gate to um, the draft and free agency. Ben Simmons out here flalloking around and Markel Fultz, a lot of questions around him. I, I think that the hype... From that has taken away from the Eagles, but I think that once that the calendar turns to July twenty fifth and July twenty sixth is that first practice, we'll be all geared into the Eagles. We'll be ready to go, and the Sixers will be back on the back burner. No disrespect to them, but they'll be back on the back burner because it will be time for the Eagles, and everything else takes a everything else takes a back seat to the Eagles. Everything, the the Philadelphia Phillies at that time, they could they could already be. They could already have their 60th win. But they will take a backseat to the Philadelphia uh, Eagles. Excuse me. Everything takes a backseat to the Eagles. And I think that there's a lot of questions. But, you know, it's no different than any other situation. You know, any other all season where you have questions before the season starts. I just think that so much has been eased from winning the Super Bowl. I mean, if it feels... Listen... It feels great when you wake up every morning and you're a champion. You wake up at the champ. Like, I went up to the NFL experience in New York. Went with my family and, you know, I had my son there with me. And, you know, I'm just walking around. And I got on my Eagles shirt, you know, champion, you know, Super Bowl, 52 champions. And, you know, people were saying stuff about, um oh, Eagles ain't gonna win it again and stuff like that. And I'm just like, okay, but we won. Like, you, you still, you met, you're, you're still mad. Like, you can't hold it over our heads anymore that we don't have any rings. We got the latest ring with 217 diamonds in it. We got the latest ring. So it's no more that got you got zero rings. Oh, you got the least rings in your division. So what? We're the best team in our division right now. I don't care nothing about having the least rings right now. I'm glad that we got our one. We're the team to beat in the division right now. We're the team to beat in the league right now. We're the defending champ. That's what it's like to wake up being a champion every day. Anyone who wants to talk junk about the Eagles and say something sly about the Eagles, 41-33. That's all you got to know. 41 33. February 4th, 2018, at 1017 p.m., the Philadelphia Eagles became Super Bowl champions. 41-33 with a backup quarterback. 41-33. And that's what it's like being a champion. Any of your disrespect does not matter. We're the champions. But yeah, went up to New York to the NFL experience and just being there. First of all, the experience was amazing. Um, They showed like this movie, um, very interactive movie. They had like these seats that like moved as the movie went on. But it was like, you know, really interactive. And you're on the field with them and you're in the huddle while they're calling plays. And, you know, get the experience like the snow when it's football in December. It was amazing. It shows, like, different things that you would see, like, in a locker room. The wonderlick test. Um, different interactive things that you could do, like, um, as far as as a fan. Being a fan of the game. Really, really cool. Really, really cool experience. But it was just cool being there as a champion. And they have this one part where you walk downstairs. And it's, like, the field, Like, this... Um, it's the field of the champion. So it's like the field of the, uh, after the Super Bowl is won. And they have like the confetti painted on the field. Like I thought it was real confetti. But it's actually painted on the field. But I walk down there and I like see like the confetti on the field. And I see like the trophy the Heisman trophy. I mean, not the Heisman, excuse me. You see the Vince Lombardi trophy. And it's like, yo, that's our trophy. I mean it was a replica so it was like not a replica but it was uh it was a alternate trophy so it was they have the um trophy that the eagles got like our actual trophy and they made that trophy at the same time the ones at the nfl experience so that one is kind of like a generic like it's like a general one it just says afc versus nfc on it but i look at that trophy and i'm like that's our trophy i got a picture of my son being next to the trophy and i'm just like yo that's our trophy we're the champions. It feels good to be a champion. That's what we are. We are the champs. It's amazing, amazing feeling. Yeah, we got questions like every other NFL team going into the to their camp. But you know what? We're the defending champs. Those questions, they don't. They're not as. They're not as. Um, I'm not gonna say they're not as important, but they're not as pressing as they were before. It's not as um, intense as it was before. Because we'd be talking Eagles talk, we be talking Eagles talk since the beginning of June. If it was any other situation. But when you're a champion, it's like yo, it don't even matter. I'm the champ. And it's not in the cocky way, but I'm like, yo, we're the champions. We won. We got the ultimate prize. We're the champs. We're no longer the hunted. We're the hunted now. We're no longer hunting. We're the hunted. We're no longer the underdog. Top dog. The big dog. Yeah. Get used to it. And I don't think that I don't think that that makes us cocky or anything like that. I think that the team still has something to prove. I think we still have something to prove. I think that the Eagles still have to... And it's not to me or any other Eagles fan. I think they have something to prove to like the league, almost. Because I feel like them being the champion is like, okay, they're the champion oh, it was cute doing the dog mask and... You know, kind of like we got blown off to the wayside. Like I'm like, I still hear people talk more about Tom Brady than they do about the Eagles. I'm like, we're the champs, though. We beat them. We beat Tom Brady, and he possibly had the best game of his career, and we still beat him. So it's just a weird. It's a weird thing. Like, I think the team will have that chip on their shoulder going into the year, and trying to repeat with a little bit of a different cast. So, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, like I said, camp starts July 25th. Well, they report the 25th, and uh, we'll be practicing on the 26th. I will be going down to, whenever they have their open practices on that Sunday, I'll be going, taking to my son down there, and I'll be going down there. Um, it should be a fun time. It was a fun time last year. So, um, as it gets closer and closer, though, I get more and more excited about the Eagles. I'm always excited about the Eagles. I love my Eagles. I love my birds, man. But as it gets closer and closer, I realize, like, yo, the season's almost here. It's time to ramp it up. Time to get ready. Time to dive into Eagles. Paint the town green again. It's almost that time. So, um, any um, any questions, any kind of concerns about the Eagles? I think they'll, they'll be answered during camp. I don't think we'll have too much to worry about as fans. I think, our, I think we're just ready for the season. Um, once we get into camp, we'll be ready to see if Carson's ready. And I think that we'll get, you know, for the first couple weeks. And then Once we get to, like, that second or third preseason game, we'll know if Carson is going to be ready. Um, we'll have a, a little bit more of an idea. And I think, like I said, I think he's playing week one. I think he's playing week one. I really do. So, stay tuned for the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, let's get excited about that, ramp it up a little bit, because um, it's almost that time of the year. It's a beautiful time of the year when camp starts, because you realize, you know what? It's camp, and then it's Hall of Fame. We'll get to see Brian Dawkins going to the Hall of Fame this year. That'll get 2 too, but we'll get to see Brian Dawkins, our Brian Dawkins, going into the Hall of Fame this year. Put on that yellow jacket, we'll get to see that bus reveal. And then you realize, like, okay, you got Hall of Fame, then you got the Hall of Fame game, then it's preseason, and then it's like wall-to-wall NFL network coverage. And then you realize, okay, camp breaks, and they're just practicing and getting ready for week one. And then you're like, dang, it's September, it's Labor Day. And then you're like, yo, it's week one, let's go. Let's go. You'll be getting ready for, you know, Philadelphia, Atlanta. Let's go. It, just talking about it gets me excited. Let's go. Let's go. Good times are ahead. So, um, that'll do it for my Eagles talk. Um, I really don't have, uh, another segment. This, I just want to go into a little something after this. Um, But, yeah, just going to take a short break. And uh, thank you for listening again to the podcast. Be back in a moment. Welcome back, everybody. Philly Sports, 444 Podcast. I'm your host, Dom Lewis. Thank you for tuning in. I really do appreciate it. I'm just going to wrap up the podcast. Just want to thank you guys again for listening. You can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. You can subscribe on Google Play. It's available on Spotify now. Um, podcast is everywhere that you can subscribe to a podcast, you can get it. So thank you guys for tuning in. I really do appreciate it. Don't forget to follow the podcast on Twitter at four uh, four for four podcast. That's F O U R F O R the number four podcast. Um follow us on Twitter. You can email us at four for four four podcast at gmail.com. Um you can tweet us. Um you can even tweet my personal account. It's at Kappa Dom on Twitter. Um, you can follow me on Facebook. I'm going to look into creating a um, possibly an Instagram page in the next next week or so. But um, yeah, just want to thank you guys for tuning in. I really do appreciate all you guys uh, for subscribing. Um, and I, listen, I welcome any feedback, any feedback you guys have. Um, I really do appreciate it. If you guys can rate me and subscribe to the podcast on um, your selective uh, either iTunes or Google Plus or Google Play, excuse me, I would appreciate that. Um, rate me. Let me know what you think. I really do. I, I, really, I really welcome any feedback I can get um, about the podcast. I never know who's listening. I just know that someone out there is, and I appreciate your, you letting your ears um, into the podcast. I, I really appreciate it because I really love this stuff. I love Philly sports. I love um, I love our teams. I really do. And I really feel like uh, we have been a city where we lost for a lot of years. And winning the Super Bowl this past year was the most, it was the best thing that ever happened in Philly sports. But, you know, only thing that's better than your last championship is your next championship. So, as as long you know, as long as we're, our teams out there trying to win, trying to compete, I have no complaints. I really don't. I really don't. Um, but I want us to always try to win. The process like hurt me. Um, hurt me as a fan because we weren't even trying to win. We were tanking, and I see the Sixers. Going places, but I want them to try. Like I want them to try uh, to get to get to that next level. Can't stay stagnant. So that's so why I was so passionate about that that segment. And um, you know, I'll, I'll continue to be hard on everybody. It don't matter. I'll be hard on you when you're wrong, and when you're right, I'll give you praise. That's what I do. That's what I do as a fan. Um, I think that's what we all do as fans. So. Like I said, thank you guys for tuning in. Once again, another shout out to uh, 215 Sports for allowing me on the radio this morning to produce your show and act as kind of a co host as well. I do appreciate it. I will be on there more. Um, and as I am on there more, I will continue to record this podcast. And hopefully, we can get both 215 Sports and the Philly Sports 444 podcast um, up on. Um, the respective outlets so people can hear. Um, and I, like I said, though, I'll always be recording this podcast no matter what. And I always thank you guys for tuning in. I do appreciate it. Maybe I could get the guys on here one day to, to co-host the podcast with me just so we can shoot the breeze and we can just talk about a couple things. But um, it's all about you guys, all about what you guys want and all about serving you guys. So thank you guys for tuning in uh, to the podcast. I'll be back soon, record another episode with you guys. But until then, I'll say peace and thank you for listening.